0: Hello and welcome to the Faith and Family Matters podcast, where we talk about issues that strengthen our faith and build stronger family connections. Please join us for today's podcast with our host, William Hemphill II, pastoral counselor. Hello everybody, this is William Hemphill, pastor or counselor, here with another episode of the Faith and Family Matters podcast where we talk about issues dealing with faith, with family, with mental health, and with society. Today I want to talk for a few minutes about the third part of the LEARN format, learning in an attempt to build relationships across racial lines and other lines. And the A in the learned format is act. We act using our sphere of influence. We've talked about using the learned format in an attempt to rebuild all kinds of relationships, whether they're marriage relationships, parenting or child relationships, or in the case that where this discussion first came from, dealing with racial tensions in relationship, there are things that are important if we want to improve all types of relationships. We've talked about the importance of listening, specifically listening to hear what others are saying and not necessarily to respond. Listening to understand allows us to hear the stories and the experiences of others from their perspective. And one of the things that it requires of us to do is to have a non judgmental presence in doing that. In other words, we acknowledge the fact that someone may have experienced something and view it differently than we might. But we hear the story just in order to add value to their lives and add value to their experience. That gets to the second part of learn empathy. I like to say that when we empathize with someone, we place ourselves in their shoes, in their experiences, so we can feel their emotions, their joy, and even in their pain. We look at our our own experiences to see how we can find ways to identify with others. I like to say in many cases, it's like doing the golden rule doing unto others as we would have them do unto us. And so with empathy, we can begin to understand, feel someone's pain, experience someone's joy, and be able to walk with them. So today, we want to talk about acting using our sphere of influence. And I want to start with a story about the power of acting. And it comes from the Bible. In the book of John, Jesus had finished crossing the sea of Tiberias and the crowds were gathered and they're listening to Jesus do his teaching about the kingdom of God. It is starting to get late and disciples and Jesus realize that the people have had nothing to eat. And so I believe the disciples wanted to disperse the crowd so they could go get something to eat. But then Jesus said, There was food here. Well, there was food because there was a boy with two fish and five loaves of bread. Now, two fish and five loaves of bread does not seem like a lot. But because this boy was willing to give his two fish, and five loaves to Jesus, Jesus was able to pray over the food. Then the disciples distributed the food, all were fed, and then there were baskets left over for them to eat. Another way of saying it is, when we take what seems little to us, and we place it in God's hands, it becomes So much more than what we can imagine. A little boy acted by giving his two fish and five loaves of bread. And many were blessed because of it. When we're dealing with struggles of racial oppression in our country, I like to say listening to stories is a first step. We got to have some respect in either to be even begin to listen to the story of someone. I've talked about my frustrations, even as a African-American Christian, about people who didn't even want to listen to the stories and experiences that I have faced in this country. Listening is a powerful tool. Empathy is a great second step because we begin to feel some of the pain and oppression that others have faced. But I do say this, It is not enough to do the first two if we don't act. It's not enough to do the first two if we don't act. Our empathy should lead us to acting in ways in which we can make change for the better. Because without action, there is no change. I know many people have asked me when I've talked as a pastor or talked as a podcaster or talked as a counselor on some of these issues, and they've asked, what can we do? I've especially had seniors ask, well, I'm not necessarily going to march. What can we do? Here's the thing. It doesn't always have to be some march or political action, although these things are definitely necessary. I like to say sometimes we can start small. We can start small just like the boy did with his lunch. We can all act to make change because we all have a sphere of influence. What is a sphere of influence? A sphere of influence is that circle of people who listen to us, who watch our actions, and who value what we have to say. It is that group of people that have some admiration for us or that respect us because of who we are or maybe because of our position or because of our achievements in life. In other words, it's people we have relationship with for some reason. It's that group of people we spent days, months, weeks, Years getting to know them and them getting to know us. We all have a sphere of influence. And I believe it is that group where our actions for advocacy and change can start. I know someone who recently decided to do a Facebook Live or broadcast on Facebook. They wanted to talk about mental health in the midst of a pandemic and the racial tensions that were being caused. Did they go and do a march? No. Did they necessarily join an organization? Not at that particular time. They were wondering what they could do because they even didn't have a lot of money, but they knew how to create a Facebook Live. So that's what they did. They operated in their sphere of influence and did what they could do. Maybe you can't do a Facebook Live, but you can write a letter to a congressman. Maybe you can't write a letter to a congressman on March, but you can sit around the dinner table and talk to your friends and family. Maybe you can't do any of those, but you make a certain amount of money, and so maybe you can target your money to spend in the businesses that promote racial awareness, or do not discriminate against people. All of us can do something. Maybe we can find organizations that we partner with to make a difference in the lives of others. I know one of the organizations that I personally have contributed to over the years and partnered with is the United Methodist Committee on Relief, UMCOR, as we call them. This organization often allows my church, which is a small church, and other people to take their small dollars and give it to an organization where it is multiplied to help others in times of disaster. Again, my church is not big, but when we partner with others, we can make a big difference. Just like the boy with the two fish and the five loaves of bread. He partnered with Jesus and the disciples and they made a big difference together. Another way of saying it is that we all have power. We all have the capability to make a difference if we start in our own sphere of influence or circle. I like to say this, great movements often start out as work in small locations. I have a friend who's a pastor that says great movements often start as grassroots movements. In other words, the people begin moving and embracing their power and doing things to make change. All of us can do something. It might be challenging a coworker on a microaggression. It might be reading a book that challenges our thoughts about race and humanity. It might be talking to a family member having the courage to talk to a family member and say, you know what? I used to think that way, but I don't necessarily think this way anymore. Whatever the decision is, we all have the power to begin to make change and to make a difference. So my encouragement today then is just to start. Start by listening to the stories to others. Embrace their stories. Listen with empathy, placing ourselves in their shoes and asking us how would it feel like if we suffered in the same way? And then we begin to act with courage within our sphere of influence. Here's the thing. I do believe that as we partner with God and use our sphere of influence, that our influence will begin to expand. Act knowing that even a small thing done can make a big difference. Act knowing that you have power and that you can make a change for the better. And for the betterment of people and for the betterment of our country act knowing that god allows each of us and also calls on each of us to do something daily to make a difference this is william Hemphill, pastor mental health counselor and person trying to walk this faith following christ and loving others in the best way he possibly can Thank you so much for listening today. Take care until the next time. Have a blessed day. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. We hope that the show has been a blessing to you. If you would like more information on Personal counseling, couples counseling, adoptive family counseling, or other products and services, please go to FFEonline.org. For questions about the show, please email us at Faith and Family Podcast at gmail.com.